Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear me. Um, hmm. Well, sorry for a little delay there, but um, give me one second, everybody, and I will be right back. This is a crazy night. And, of course, our newest effort, protest of the One Million Muslim March in D.C. on July 4th. And, usually, (laughs) I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Woodring and Mike Jacobson, but both are actually unable to be with us tonight. Andy has some family stuff going on, so, obviously, get well wishes to the family. And Mr. Jacobson is stuck in a meeting late at work. And, tonight was scheduled to be the the special episode with Shalene Nightingale, but as I received a phone call, actually during the musical en- entrance, if you will, the interlude, Shalene called and communication got crossed, and she will be unable to join tonight and will not be able to do the show, unfortunately. So she is going to brain check it, and do it next Thursday night. So, <laughs> for everybody listening, hoping to hear from Shalene Nightingale, our friend, then I have to ask if you will kindly, please, 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 tune back in next Thursday night at 9. And next Thursday, we will really have Shalene, and we will have our guest host, and everything will be golden. So tonight was kind of one of those when everything can go wrong, it does type of deals. And, well, it sucks. It really, truly does suck. Not that I can't go off for two hours, but I don't like putting this leading stuff out there, especially since we had a week off there. So what can I say other than I am truly sorry. So if you want to sit there and subject yourself to my rantings and and ramblings for the next little bit, please feel free to do so. If not, and you called in specifically to hear from Shalene, I do obviously understand, and believe me, I won't think any less of anybody. And, you know, hopefully you'll join us next Thursday night. So next Thursday with Shalene, she's even making that special announcement. Now I've got to wait another week to find out what it is, which, like I said, sucks, but I'm looking forward to it. And Shalene is a friend, and we got to work with her recently over the summer. 
during the Phoenix Rising event, and obviously really, really, truly looking forward to having her on the show. I was hoping tonight was going to be that night. It looked like it was, but because of crash computers and things getting all twisted around and scheduled, it just didn't come to fruition. So, again, I am sorry. And didn't mean it. <laughs> I know that for a long time we said we're going to have guests on, and obviously our first true guest was Dan Amato, and that was our last show. And Digger definitely rocked it for the whole two hours, and it was great having him on. And Shalene was next up in the queue. And upcoming guests, we still have State Representative Daryl Metcalf. We're going to have Mr. Oh, my God. There's, there's too many names. I can't even get into the whole list of everybody. But needless to say, there's a lot of people coming up. We are going to have Senator Russell Pierce joining us. We're going to have uh, Chef Joe Arpaio joining us. And we are hoping, at least, to get a hold of Mr. Tom Pancredo and have him be a part of it. And coming up very soon, in two weeks, is going to be D.A. King. So we have a lot of great guests forthcoming in our episode. So we just had a little break here tonight. So that happens, I guess. You know, you got to roll with these things and move forward. So in the spirit of me being really good and not shutting up, I'm going to do so. So, first thing that's been on my mind, and this is a warning to all because I'm not going to be sympathetic here. I'm not going to be heartfelt. I'm not going to be compassionate. I'm going to sound like a downright prick, to say the least. But it needs to be said, so I will. All I see in the news every day, every single day, even here on Blog Talk Radio's bar, donate now to Japan. Donate to Japan. Give help to Japan. Give aid to Japan. Send troops to Japan, give money, give food, give all this stuff to Japan, 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 Japan. Well, natural disasters are a horrible thing, aren't they? And obviously, you know, heart does go out to those who were lost and families that that were uh, – oh, well, going to the chat room, Dave Posh, yes. I am going to continue to talk tonight and do my ranting and talk about things on my mind at least. But unfortunately, as I was saying in the last couple minutes here, a whole chain of events that were really unforeseen happened, and Shaleen will be with us next Thursday night. So next Thursday at 9 will be our special episode with Shaleen Nightingale, and she will not be with us tonight. And I really, truly do apologize. I did speak with Shaleen, and it was just one of those one of those situations that was completely and totally uncontrollable. So, again, my most heartfelt and serious apologies to everybody listening in for Shaleen. It will be next Thursday, same time, same location, and she still will be making that big announcement, and I'm still looking forward to it. And it just stinks. You know, obviously that's why I don't have guest hosts here, um, guest hosts, co-hosts with me tonight as well. You know, sickness and work situations kind of uh, came in between that as well, and it was just everything that could go wrong did. So I do apologize to you, Dick. And I do apologize to Connie and everybody else listening. Hello, Connie. And I'm going to go back to what I was saying. You know what? With Japan, you're you're correct. I don't think we did send as much to Japan as we did to Haiti. But my biggest thing here is simply this. When Florida gets hit with hurricanes, when California gets hit with earthquakes, 
or any type of natural disaster happens here, who sends us anything? Who sends us troop and foreign aid and, and money and food and everything else? Because you know what? That list is very, very, very short, is it not? And unfortunately, we are the ones that have to send all our money and all our efforts to all these other people across the world. And I have to say, you know, again, lives being lost is a horrible thing, but when do we just say no? You know, why don't we just take care of ourselves first? Obviously, if you could help Japan, yes, do it. But nobody... Nobody does anything for us, and you're right, Dave. We are the most generous country in the world, and it seems as if we're the ones that get shafted because nobody comes to our aid, and it just pisses me off. You know, it's just one of those things where I just I don't understand it. Like, why do we constantly have to give to everybody else and not if we sit back and say, why not us, or what do they do for us, or who's going to get our back if something bad happens? then automatically, how dare you, you heathen bastard? You know, how do you say such cruel, cold things? It's not cold, it's factual. I'm tired of it. You know, Japan is the second best economy in the world, thanks to who? America. I think they have enough money to fix their problems. And as far as the the nuclear reactors melting down and everything else, that's a horrible thing, yes. But as as I said on the Twitter account, and I repeat, I guess, when I say never forgive, never forget, that doesn't just imply to 9-11. It also implies to a little thing called Pearl Harbor. I know they were our enemies, they were our friends and everything else, and you know what? It happens. And they're not the only ones in the world that face these natural disasters and face these things because here in America we face them too. And I, it, it just it burns me a little bit to see that we have to constantly and consistently be the ones to come to the aid of the rest of the world but that's what's expected, I guess, is it not? I mean, even look what's going on in, uh, I guess, it's Libya with um, Gaddafi. You know, basically, he's at uh, he's having a civil war with his own people. And who are they asking for help from? America. Now, ultimately, my thought is we shouldn't be involved in any of the world's conflicts except for things that directly offend, affect us. As far as I'm concerned, we should start looking out for America first. But these people, if they don't get troops, they're asking for, you know, supplies, for weapons, to fight Gaddafi and, you know, the dictator rulings and things like that. And, well, do we help them? No. But do we help Japan? Yes. We've been putting boots on the ground in Japan with our own military. So, I don't know. It, it just, it's just one of those things that just really, really it gets at me. You know, I just don't understand it. Get to fall back down to American exceptionalism. Why is it so wrong to say we are the greatest country in the world and it's time to start putting our country first and start saying, screw the rest that don't give a damn about us in the first place only when they're the ones in trouble. They're struggling. They need something. So who do they go to? They go not, of course. But who's got our backs when times get tough? Nobody. And that is where you're 100% right, Dave. And now... If Mike was here or Andy was here, they may have different opinions on this, and usually you'll see that a lot on this show, if you are a first-time listener, that the co-hosts don't always have the same opinions as I have. And it's good to have that counteracting little balancing going on, you know. 
and you hear different points of view. But since tonight I have no co-host and I have no guests because of lots of things going wrong, it's just me. So, of course, if I offend, I can't control it. I'm just winging it tonight. So, all apologies, my friends. Anyway, so Japan, money, foreign aid, it all kind of stems together. It's all one of those big clusters that we are somehow responsible for, and it just it just sickens me. It really does sicken me. But that's just me. Moving forward, let's talk about our friends, the Republicans in the House of Representatives. Our new Congress is going to save the world. And world hugger, make the world a peaceful place, and everything's going to be great when the Republicans take control of the Congress. Well, yet again, great job campaigning for 2012, but piss-poor job of doing anything to help we the people out right now. Basically, with their actions this past week, they've funded the very thing they're against, Obamacare. So, kudos to them. You know, you get a round of applause here, living up to what I expected you to be. Is nothing more than just pawns and, you know, all big money elitists that are career politicians and do not care about your employers, the people of this country, and it shows more and more every single day. So, what do you need to do? I mean, this is to be expected, I guess, and unfortunately we have to sit there and we have to face, you know, the consequences, so to speak. We have to swallow the burden of it all and sit there and say, well, we hope that things are going to be better, or, you know, we hope that they're going to pull their heads out of their asses and they're going to really listen to us. If it hasn't happened already, when is it going to happen? The only time they listen to you is when they fake it to get your money to get elected. Bottom line. It's a front. It's a farce. It's complete and utter BS. And the smoke screens are off here, ladies and gentlemen. We tell it like it is, and that's never, ever going to change. So, uh, I don't know. And... Oh, oh, oh. Got to give kudos to the chat room again. Since I don't have co-host tonight and I don't have a guest, I'm going to be bouncing all over the place. And, Connie, I guarantee you I'm going to go into a rant about something. I'm just warming up right now. And as far as Dave goes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and staying there. And, you know, I'm reading your post now and about being a Tea Party person, 912 or 828. Um, I have nothing wrong with any of that. What I talk about here, and this is something that I understand where I'm coming from, is the Tea Party in and of itself, the elitist folk that try to run it and run a movement for the people, by the people, and take your money to fight the government taking your money. I see it's hypocritical, lying bastard, and nothing more than a continuation of the problem that they're actually saying that they're protesting and fighting for you. And I just I don't have faith in them. I really don't. Now, Tea Party activists, God bless. You know, my organization has been out there since 2007. We've held over 300 rallies. I've gone through this before. And we were doing this long before there was a Tea Party or anything else. And it's really, really great to see so many other people active and involved and out there standing up and fighting for something now. And that means the world to people like us because we are the ones that are out there and we really felt alone for a couple of years there. So it's definitely nice to see. But then again, our message, especially what we started with, is about immigration enforcement. That's one of our biggest ones, and that makes you 
right off the bat. Very, very unpopular and very much hated, it seems, because they think that we're all automatically we're racist, we're scumbags, we're this, we're that. In reality, no. We're just people that welcome legal immigrants and frown on illegals. The people that believe that our borders should be secured in order to have a real sense of national security and that all 38 to 45 million illegals, in my opinion, should be deported because they're taking our jobs, taking our money, taking our benefits, they're taking everything away from this country, bleeding it dry, don't give a damn about America, and it's time to remove the cancer that's eating us from the inside. In regards to the next post about not being a Democrat or Republican, good for you, my friend. That's the way you should be because, you know what, I'm a registered Republican, but I'm an independent thinker, and I lost faith in the Republicans quite some time ago. And obviously, well, Democrats, not exactly my cup of tea, to say the very least. So I just, I see them all as being one and the same. It's all about money. It's all about power. It's all about their agenda. It's all about self-promotion. It's all about constant campaigning. I always subscribe to the emails from FreedomWorks, who I hate, um, from Tea Party Express, Express, excuse me, who I despise. And I watch these things constantly. Americans for Prosperity, give us your money, give us your money, give us your money, give us your money, give us your money. Then I see, you know, emails coming from our newly elected Congress, and, you know, we're, we're fighting for you. Now give us your money, give us your money, give us your money, give us your money. And then the Democrats, give us your money, give us your money. Um, do you see a pattern here yet? My opinion is when is the time for citizen representatives to actually take office and represent and speak on behalf of us. That is what I'm for. That's what I'm about. That's what I believe in. I don't believe you have to be rich or be a lawyer or be a doctor or anything else. You have to be the legal age, a legal citizen, and have a willingness to run and serve the people in your community. That's it. And that just seems to be a really, really foreign concept, and I just don't get it. And, you know, it, it bothers me. It bothers me so much that these individuals bleed us dry, and they do it. They do it by taking advantage of the fact that people are upset, that people are begging for something to be fixed, and they say they're going to fix it. They sell us all these wonderful visions of what a future is going to look like once we're in office, and where is it? Where is it? They consistently and constantly take from us and give us nothing in return. They make over $150,000 a year, and they're already millionaires going in. You know, it, it shouldn't be about money. It should be about representing and serving the people that elect you into office. On that same note, something else that I believe, and I, I've heard from Mike and from Andy and others telling me that well, not Andy, he's on my side with this, but Mike and others telling me that maybe I'm wrong with this, and this is one of those things as well that isn't always popular, but I'm good for that. The Electoral College, I think, is complete and utter yes as well. My personal belief is the Electoral College is crap. It means nothing. And when people say, well, let's, let's be honest, what, we have 90 or 92 million registered voters in the United States of America, we have 333 million documented citizens of this country. Well, why aren't people voting? Why? Because you hear the constant argument that our vote doesn't count, our vote doesn't matter. And really, how, how is it 
impossible to disagree with that. Now, not that I wanted in any way, shape, or form for Al Gore to get elected in 2000. I did not. But I had to go back to the, the simple notion of the popular vote. Now, with all our technology in the world today, you mean to tell me that all of our individual votes can't be the ultimate deciding factor? Hell, half the time they have the popular vote listed before they even have the electoral votes listed. Why not do that? Why do we have to have two or three or four people from each state go and cast their electorate votes, their delegates, you know, they go and cast their vote on behalf of us? Who the hell are you? Who are these people? Half of us don't even know who the hell they are. And they go and vote on our behalf? I find it to be wrong. That's just me. If somebody wants to educate me and try again, please feel free to call in. The number is one seven one four five one zero three seven three six. But my opinion is pretty much not gonna change with that and I'm sorry if it sounds harsh, but it just it blows my mind. You want to increase voting, you know I, I don't know. If you really want to get people to vote like and feel like they their vote matters and counts or something Give them the power of their vote. And, well, Dave, like I said, I understand exactly where you're coming from as well. Again, I'm addressing the chat room. And I definitely will check up the American America is not socialist.com slash meetup. Very cool. I will check it out. Anyway, so for the other guests listening, thank you for tuning in. Everybody else is not in the chat room and listening. I know you're out there. Thank you. Again, I have to say, I'm going to repeat myself a few times here. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond anybody's control, Shalene Nightingale will not be on tonight's show. She will be here next Thursday at 9. So, for everybody tuning in to hear Shalene, I do apologize once again. Please, please, please tune back in Thursday at 9. And I'm also going to announce here that on Tuesday night at 9 p.m., we are going to have another episode of Voice of the People USA Radio, and this one is going to be solely and directly based around our upcoming action that we have planned for July 4th, 2011 in Washington, D.C., where we will be protesting the One Million Muslim March. They're protesting on July 4th to expose the truth about 9-11, and basically if you go on their website, onemillionmuslims.info.net, you can read all their tenets and all the things they believe, and it's a slap in the face to America. It's embarrassing. It's a slap in the face to their own religion, and they're doing it on that day to send a message and to basically defecate on this country on the day that we celebrate our independence. And as far as I'm concerned, no matter what many, many have said, I think it's complete and utter crap. And, yes, if they have the right, if they are legal citizens and I'm hoping they are. If they're legal citizens, they have the right to protest, yes. But we have the right to protest. And we have the right to stand up and put out the best of America and defend this country and promote the goodness of this nation and what it is and what it's about on our day of independence, on the day that we celebrate the birth of the greatest nation in the world. And you know damn well we are. Though we have problems, though we are flawed, though we are broken, it is the greatest country. And if it wasn't, we wouldn't have so many damn enemies. We wouldn't have so many people coming to us when it's their time in need. So this country is 
far, far better than all the other ones out there. And to these individuals that live in this country and hate this country so much, if you despise it that much, then I say go to Iran. Move there. Be a part of their culture. Join them. Okay? Get the hell out of America. You hate it? Leave it. Bottom line. There is no, you know, flip-flopping here or whatever else. You hate this country. You're doing this march on July 4th for a reason. You know damn well what that reason is, and everybody out there with half a brain knows what that reason is as well. So we will protest you for that very same reason, because we have that right as American citizens, and we will utilize it, and we will demonstrate peacefully and promote the greatness of America. And hopefully you get some really, really big amplifiers and blast the hell out of what they have going on there, because no, I don't want to get violent or anything like that or do any of that other trash, because we're not about that. I really want to drown him out, and I hope to God we can do that. For those who cannot attend in Washington, D.C., as I will be putting out a list of states and buses coming from other states to go to D.C. on July 4th, and believe me, believe me, sort of right, I know that it gets really redundant every year. D.C. for this, D.C. for that. It's almost become old. It's almost become tired, and I know that it's hard to travel across the country or, you know, do things on a holiday. I understand that. But this one has meaning. This one has significance, and this one is relevant and necessary, not just because I think so, because it's the right thing to do. And we deserve to put out the message of goodness and greatness about America in the face of adversity and those who despise this country. And that's what we intend to do. So if you cannot join us in D.C., if you can't get on any of the buses coming to the Capitol on that day, we are going to be taking, I I guess, requests and or emails or whatever from people that are interested in setting up rallies in their state to be happening simultaneously in conjunction with our protest in D.C. To date, we have 19 states on board, and obviously we're looking to get the rest on board as well. So if you're out there, you're listening and saying that, you know, I want to celebrate America and have a good old-fashioned rally about the greatness of this country on the day of this nation's birth, then please either send me a message on Twitter at VOPUSA or at VOPUSA Radio, send me an email, voice to the people USA at Gmail, or Facebook, obviously, we're all over that, facebook.com slash Daniel Sferiglio, or even send me a message here on blogtalkradio.com slash USA, Send me a message. Let me know you're interested, and we will make it happen. <sighs> there you go. That was a lot I just said without breathing. So hope, I hope you understood all that. I hope you got that. So moving along, what else is on my mind this week? Well, for those who don't know, and I'll be a little repetitive for those who are listening who actually do do listen to up 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 who is organizing the rally. Um the list of names of people organizing the one million Muslim march is on the website. There's so many names there I couldn't even possibly get into it and I can't even remember half of them, but believe me, those are not some great people. That's <laughs> that's all I gotta say. You know, very, very, very cautious of who's putting this on. If it was a peace and harmony and love America 
and celebrate the diversity of, of America, fine. But when you put out your tenants as to why you're going, basically a large contingency of American-hating truthers, um, I really, really don't think you have, well, you have the right to, to have your march, obviously, but you don't have the right to not be protested. And for anybody that knows me, that's what I do. I protest. I hold rallies. I'm about civic action. That's what I believe in. I believe that the power really lies within the people and not within our elected officials because they sold us out and stopped caring about us decades ago. So that's all I know. Anyway. Ah, all right. Got to breathe. Got to breathe. Got to take it in. Okay? Okay. Now, I forgot what I was saying before, and I'm sure it will come back because it always does, but for those who don't know and first-time listeners, this radio show that we've done quite a few of now, and obviously our longer format has been going on for about the past couple months or whatever, and this show exists because of all of you actually giving me the time of day and taking the time to listen to these rants and listen to our guests and listen to the things we talk about, and I am most appreciative for it. It used to be on another radio station, and it was, um, well, I'm just going to say it. It was repatriateradio.com, and that was uh, internet broadcasting, and went out there, and we did our thing. And I heard some some interesting things the last couple of days about our decision to leave there, and we did so quietly. I didn't agree with the format that they were going and trying to control what we could say and what we could do and telling us what we should talk about and what we should focus on and what we should get into what we shouldn't get into, things like that. You do not control me. You do not muzzle me. You do not tell me what I can or cannot talk about because once you do that, you have immediately become my enemy. And that that may sound wrong, but it's the truth. And I decided that I didn't like the format, the direction they were going. So we left, and we left quietly. We just stopped doing our show. We came on this format, Blog Talk Radio, and now, obviously, we're about to go on 1460 AM, WIFI, and LA Talk Radio, as well as a big, big meeting that happened this Tuesday about actually getting us on satellite. So I will keep you updated on that. We don't do this for money. We do this because we like the opportunity to put our message out there, but realistically to hear from you because it's all of you out there that are really and truly being ignored. Getting chain emails doesn't solve a problem, doesn't make you feel included, doesn't make you feel like you're a part of something, because all they want is your money, all they want is your time and effort, and they take the credit for it. It's not about that. What this is about, what I started years ago and what we constantly and consistently do, is about serving all of you. It's about giving all of you a voice. And that's why we do these things. That's why we do this radio show thing. And you know, I love it. It's a great format to stay in touch with people, and obviously it's appreciated. But then you hear about others who cannot respect the fact that you left quietly and they go with the name-calling, and it's about ego. You're self-serving. You have your own hidden agenda. Well, all I could say to that is simply this. So I had a, a good conversation last night with a friend of mine who used to actually follow our show on Repatriate Radio, and I won't put his name out there just yet, and hopefully you can get him to call in one day. And last night we had our first ever conversation, and, you know, he advised me a lot of what's been going on and what's been done and what's been said and things like that, and it's important 
to address this head on. I'm not going to sit here and fire back or rebut or anything like that, but let me just say this, okay? I chose to stand up for immigration enforcement in 2007. I chose to stand up and fight political corruption, to go after people locally, on a state level, on a federal level, that are abusing the power entrusted in them by the people of the United States of America because something was wrong, and the people were the ones getting the screw job. I started under a Republican administration, and I am a Republican, not that I care about that anymore, but again, that's when we started it, and that's why we started it. Were we on the news a lot? Yeah. We've been on the news quite often. We've been in every news agency, realistically, from Pennsylvania here to, well, to Japan. And why do we do it? To get the message out further, to put our points of view out there, to tell you there's an alternative to what's going on out there, and there's another format, another forum for you to come and be a part of and join, and it doesn't cost you a thing because our freedoms are free, free speech, free. Again, F-R-E-E. Free. I hate giving a damn lesson here on this, but it seems like so many that are supposedly grassroots need to have that drilled into their damn heads. They make 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year and then tell you they're acting on your own best interest and they have you at heart and they're just like you. They are not like you. They are not. They're rich and they're paid by you. They and take advantage of your pride, your passion, and your patriotism. They use it for their own self-gain, to increase your own worth, and they live in a little imaginary world of their 15 minutes of fame. Everybody thinks they're oh so powerful because, oh, look what they did. They held a rally in D.C. Look what they did. They held a rally in this state. Wow. That sure is impressive. In reality, the organizations that go and hang their banner on these rallies have nothing to do with the event, have all the money in the world to fund the event, but still magically take your money because they need to pay for the fees and pay for the purpose to pay for this and pay for that. Why not dig into your own pockets a little bit and put something out, you know? Put something into what you actually supposedly believe. It doesn't happen. These individuals are out there now. Dick Army is one of the worst ones of freedom works out there right now taking advantage of you. And you know what? That pisses me off. Maybe because I've met thousands and thousands of people really across this country, and I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing, but I'm somebody that cares enough to hear what you have to say. I'm somebody that cares enough to go out there and fight for the things that are being addressed. I mean, how many rallies can we possibly have about Obamacare and about this and about that when everything else is falling by the wayside? You know, what about immigration? What about this? The list goes on and on and on of things that are wrong with this country and things that need to be addressed, but yet it's not PC enough. It's not safe enough. It won't give them their cushiony little 15 minutes on Fox News every night. Well, back to my original statement here, if I was doing this to be self-serving or for my own little hidden agenda, I sure as hell wouldn't have picked immigration as my main button issue to target because as far as I'm concerned, immigration would be tied into every single thing wrong with this country. When you do that, you immediately become blacklisted. You become a target. I've had since I started over a thousand death threats. People outside my house were done. 
your name and on websites where you live, your family, with captions saying kill them, kill this family, bullshit like this, wild to exist. Press release was put out, completely lying and slanderous, bashing you for for who you are by the ones that have the money, shooting you down, running you down, and for what? For what? Because people like myself, like Mike, like Andy, and like a lot of you out there, our friends in Arizona and everybody else, they don't want to buy into the elitist front. They don't want to buy into what they're told they're allowed to do and what they should do and what they have to do. People that actually say, that, you know what, we have a voice of our own, we have concerns of our own, and we can stand up and speak up and speak out for ourselves, and we don't need you to lead us. We don't need you to pull the leash, so to speak. Sorry. I don't care. That's been done enough. Too many people fall in line. Well, I don't want to pander to them. I want to pander to the ones, and I hate even saying pandering, but this is a term that they use, the inside people use, the Tea Party leaders. And again, I'm not bashing the Tea Party. I'm bashing the four or five individuals that think they run a movement of the people. And the little inside calls where they discuss marketing and strategy and what can be controversial, what can be, you know, give us the most media time. You know how disgusting that is to me? You know how pathetic that is to me? You're sitting there actually, actually thinking about things as to how you can make money, how you can get your name in the newspaper, how you can, you know what I'm saying. I don't even have to repeat myself. You know what? These people, excuse my language, are absolute disgusting, hypocritical, parasitic bastards. They care only about themselves, only about their bank accounts, and only about what they can say this week to have more people just fall in line, line up, and support them blindly. And definitely, quietly, because they do not want any voice to dissent among the masses. Well, all I can say is this. People are pissed off. People from various Tea Party groups, from various 912 groups, whatever you want to call it, are pissed off because not all of them feel like everything is being addressed. We're staying on one topic constantly and consistently, but what about everything else? What about everything else that is spilling blood on our streets, taking money out of our hands, out of our pockets, out of our children's futures, that is bankrupting this country? Don't these things matter? Well, I'm here to say, as I do every week, and this organization, Voice to the People, truly and firmly believes that, yes, these things do matter. We don't have to worry about being safe. We don't have to worry about, you know, following an agenda, following guidelines as to what we can say that is allowed and accepted. What you think is wrong is allowed and accepted in this format. Be it on the radio shows, be it at the rallies, whatever it is that we do, it's your thoughts, your concerns, your fear. That's allowed. It's welcomed. We're not going to sit there and say, you can't come because... You're talking about immigration, and this is a tea party, tax day, whatever the hell you want to call it. Bullshit. Sorry, friends. That's complete and utter bullshit. 
people telling us about message isn't allowed to be heard by others because we don't follow their criteria. What criteria is that per se? What? I'd like to know. Do we have to sign our souls away and we have to lose our self in the, uh, our self thoughts and independence and whatever else when we join these organizations that have your little annual membership fees and everything else? You know, we have to sign our souls with all the lines because they're the ones that are going to lead us to the fires, right? No. Half these individuals, as I've said before, I wonder, I really do wonder, do they even want Barack Obama to be not reelected in 2012? Because if he doesn't get reelected, then they're going to have a Republican candidate in there, and maybe it'll be better, maybe they won't. But what do they have to go off of then? What do they have to talk about, complain about, and bitch about? And I normally wouldn't say that, but these same elitist individuals sat down with RNC in D.C., sat down with them, broke bread, talked about how they could work together. So I guess this supposed independent movement, so say it, the four or five individuals in power, you know, they, they don't take sides, but did you meet with the DNC? Hmm? Curious. Did you meet with the Constitution Party, the American Independent Party, the Green Party, the Libertarian Party? No, you met with the RNC. Strange bedfellows, is it not? That follows you to what I'm going to say next, and I've said this before. This is kind of repetitive now, but I do realize that we have first-time listeners, and again, thank you. And again, I do apologize that Shalene Nightingale will not be joining us tonight. Rather, she will be with us next Thursday at 9 p.m. Guaranteed and most definitely. So I do apologize. Um, I think it's about three or four weeks ago. I'm not quite sure. All our episodes are on demand if you actually want to listen. Um, speakers at rallies. You know, you're, you're Sarah Palin's of the world and you know, Newt Gingrich's and all those other folks <laughs> that go out there and they give a speech in front of people. They give a speech in front of the Tea Party activists. They give a speech in front of concerned citizens of America because they feel you. They get you. They believe in you. And they long to serve you and to fight for you as long as you pay the 100000 50000 20000 plus travel expenses, meals, and everything else that they require in order to speak at your event because they care so much. Wow. Amazing, isn't it? Because they get paid to speak at these events. And I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But it should they get paid, and you're already a multimillionaire, just get paid to attend a rally of constituents or would-be constituents if you're seeking office or seeking higher office, don't you think maybe you'd want to throw them a freebie and not charge the organizers of rallies thousands and thousands of dollars just for the the joy of them gracing us with their presence? Come on. Stick me. People like that disgust me. People like that are hypocrites. 
People like that do not deserve your attention, your time, or even your consideration. That's my thought. If you want to call in, the number again is 714-510-3736. I promise you now our episodes are like this. And, well, I do a couple one-off episodes every now and again. And I do my little rant sessions, if you will. Usually happens late night. Connie, who's in the chat room, she's one of the ones that actually listens to that. Thank you. And um, usually, like I said, I have the co-host with us. And, you know, we don't have guests all the time, but we started to. And we get into all different topics and everything else. But because of everything that happened tonight, roughly chain of events at 45 minutes time, that is why it is just me talking to all of you tonight. And if you are still listening, again, thank you. Thank you. So, where was I even going to go off next? See, that's the other thing, too. It's the fact that I really don't have a list. I don't have a thing that I write. I write down and think of, I'm going to touch on this topic tonight. I'm going to touch on this issue or this whatever. That, to me, again, is just you're sitting there and you're plotting and you're planning and you're thinking, what can I say to keep their attention? What can I say to get them involved and for them to care about me, 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 me? No, 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 no. We won't do that. We won't be that way. So, again, I guess this is where I was going in the very, very beginning and I get tremendously, tremendously off track. I do it all the time. Usually I have people that shut me up, so sorry. But um, for the radio station that we were on and the name-calling situation and, you know, condemning us because we didn't follow in line with what you wanted us to be and everything else, you know, here's what I'm going to say. And actually I'm going to address Shalene Nightingale with this. Perfect example. I listed on Facebook at the beginning of this week. I hate Facebook, by the way, but it's a necessary evil. Um, Shalene Nightingale is going to be our special guest tonight. Obviously, as you all know, that's now going to be next week. But I get a few replies and a few messages from people saying that, well, are you sure you want to have her on as a guest because of this, 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 blah, 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 crap, 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 you know, all this complete bullshit. He goes out of play here, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what I've seen it as? Infighting. Infighting and division. Well, let me say this. I'm not going to sit there. I will talk bad about the big armies of the world, the Matt Kitties, because they deserve it. And they're big boys. They could take it. But as far as this movement goes, and this really, this truly, you know, living, breathing movement of the people that does exist in this country, and it's more than what you see on TV, I don't think that it's beneficial to anybody out there to watch drama unfold. I don't think you should be tuning in to hear, what are we going to say about this one? How are we going to fire back? And what shots are we going to take at this one? And, and all that crap, because you know what it is? divisive garbage. So, for all those, and I do know there's some out there that listen to me on this show, 
for the sole purpose of criticizing and sending your hate messages, everything else. Unfortunately, you do exist. And I I got to say, I got to say that for all the critics out there, the ones that hate me, thank you for keeping the numbers high. You serve your purpose, and thanks for the support. But honestly, pull your head out of your asses. I mean, what does it do? What good comes of it? Does it help the people? Does it help the message that we're trying to put out there? Does it help what we're fighting for, what we believe in? Does it fix even one of the problems in this country? The left is organized beyond belief. The people who want amnesty for illegals, not the 12 million, the 45 million, they have all the money and all the organization in the world. The unions are organized. Every, even the truthers, hell, they're organized. The Westboro Baptist Church scumbags are more organized than half the groups out there. Why? You galvanize your enemies when you resort to name-calling and pitiful and pathetic tactics that serve no purpose whatsoever. All you do is show the people that want to support what you're saying that you can't even play nice with each other. How the hell should I find any truth in what you're saying or attend any of your events if this is what the same baby bullshit is what I'm seeing going on here that I see in D.C.? I'm done with that. I'm tired of that. It's old. It's beat to death. And it has to stop. So for those who don't like Shelley Nightingale anymore and you did in the beginning, that is your prerogative. That is your opinion. Fine. When you have to send out messages and you have to post publicly your your personal feelings, all you do is detract from what we are all trying to do to save this country, to empower the people of this nation, and to actually give people a fighting chance. So therefore, shut the hell up already, because it is really annoying. For those sick little individuals that actually spend their time, and it'll happen tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to give the websites out because I'll be damned if I'm going to promote them, but every word that I'm saying, when I stop, and ladies and gentlemen, I do not drink alcohol, but I do smoke cigarettes. Not a lot, but I do. I admit my fault. I don't care. It's not a good thing to do, but I do it. So when I stop like this, just like this, and light a cigarette, or if I stop and I take a drink of my Coca-Cola, because I don't drink healthy stuff, I like my Coca-Cola. Sorry. I have you know. I'll have you know that certain blog sites will actually transcribe every, every single word that I say, every time I breathe, if I cough, if I light a cigarette, or if I take a sip of my drink, it will be transcribed into a blog site that does this because they hate me as they sit in their basement and they type away like little heroes of the world. 
look at yourself in the mirror and wake the hell up, people. Because something's wrong with you. Something is truly, truly wrong. So, do we stand up to the adversity? Or do we back down and say that, well, I don't want to address it, but I'm not going to say anything at all. You know what? I'm going to say stuff. I'm going to speak my mind, speak the truth. And again, Leland, thank you for joining, my friend. Good to see you on here. And I do apologize. I said earlier in this show, a whole bunch of things went wrong in the last minute, and Shaleen will be with us next Thursday at 9. And also to Dave, to what your, your point you said earlier in the chat room, I used to love Facebook, but we have the America Rising profile with 5,000 friends on it maxed out, along with the other profiles I have. And you start talking about things like securing our border, deporting illegals, and following the rule of law. And within 12 hours, we had something like, I don't know, 10,000 responses. Incredible. And Facebook disabled the account just like that. Threw it away. No reason. No no understanding as to why they just did it. So conservative voices getting silenced on Facebook. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it happens. But do I still use Facebook? Yes, I do. Did I start using Twitter again? I did. I'm not a big fan of Twitter. I'm learning it. But it's a necessary tool, just like Facebook is, even though we had to deal with the adverse bullshit that we get every now and again from the liberal mouthpieces trying to shut us up. Anyway. So, I'm not going to sit here and debunk everything said and fire back everything said. All I'm going to do is make a plea to all of you out there, to all of you listening that, you know, even if you don't like me, but you believe in the message or you want to be a part of something or you're joining the chat room, but whatever reason that makes you listen, whatever reason that you listen with non-hate in your heart and non-negative intentions, thank you, God bless you, and this, what I'm about to say, is not directed towards you. To the others, literally, literally, sadly, about 1,100 people Blog Talk is good with breaking down numbers, that listen to this show for the sole purpose and intent of bad-mouthing it, of <laughs> talking bad or whatever. I have to say this to you. Grow up, and whatever reason you have for hating who I am, or hating the message that I put out, that's fine. That's fine. You're entitled to that. I'll support your right to free speech. But seriously, you're wasting your life away by allowing this hate to consume and control you and make you look like a pathetic, pathetic pawn. If you want open borders, if you want illegals to have amnesty, hell, if you want Obama to become a dictator and never leave office, you want Obamacare, you think all radical liberals are great, you think radical Islam is fantastic, you think George Bush flew the planes into the towers, whatever, whatever it is, I don't agree with you. But you have that right to say these things. I question your motives, your reasons, your tactics, and everything else. But understand something. If you're trying to make a point, listening and talking bad about a radio show, 
or actually attending and being counted as a number at a rally just so you can go and write bad about it and take pictures of people? What are you doing? Are you solving any problems? Are you making a legitimate point? Or are you so, so tied up in your hatred and in your own world that you don't have time to realize that what you're doing is just wrong. You believe these things, start your own group, and not just on a computer. Have a rally. Go out to the streets. If you believe any of the things I just said, unfortunately, you have more rights than I, more rights than Tea Partiers, more rights than Connie, who's been doing this since 2005, more rights than Dave, more rights than Leland, more rights than everybody else, because it seems as if you get free passes a lot. The people that hate America have the easiest time obtaining permits, obtaining exposure, obtaining whatever it is they need to hold their events. So, with that said, turn off the computer. For the few that can, turn off your radio. Stop listening, organize your own group, and go out there, speak up, and speak out for things that you believe. Your words don't faze me. Your words aren't going to take all these people that are listening to this show and say, well, maybe they're right. When he called Dan a racist, scumbag, bastard, fat pig, whatever the hell kind, peaceful, all-consuming love words they use to describe me, that those words, well, they made me see things differently, and it changed my mind about Voice of the People or America Rising or the Tea Party. It made me change my mind about everything. Educate yourselves. Use some intelligence when you use your words. Now, I will throw a profane word out there every now and again. I don't like to do it, but unfortunately I get so caught up in the moment that I can't control myself. So it does happen, and I apologize for it. But you use verbal defecation as a tool to make a point, and your point is falling on deaf ears. You want to call into this show? The number is right there, 714-510-3736. Call in. Tell me why you disagree with me. Tell me why you hate me but do it intelligently. Show that you actually have half a brain. Show that you actually have valid points. If we could have an intellectual debate that doesn't involve screaming and yelling and name-calling and finger-pointing, fine. Great. I'll listen to what you have to say. It's happened on here before. We've had people that actually are continued listeners that don't agree with 90% of the things that say. They find one thing they believe and they stick with it, and they actually listen to the show. Thank you. But for the rest of you, you almost have a sickness, and it's disturbing. It's detrimental. I'm 28 years old, and most of these individuals that spew this hate while calling me hateful are in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Hell, everyone is 80. People don't take you seriously. They don't believe in what you're saying because you give them no reason to believe in it. You're not making valid points. 
you can't sit there and tear apart everything I'm saying because I, I am speaking my truth, my perception, my thoughts, what I see. And other people in this country, they believe it too. They see it. They think that things are wrong. And they want an alternative. They want to do something about it. I don't have the answers. I can't make everybody happy. What I can do is continue to speak my truth, to demonstrate common sense, and to say the things that need to be said that are not said enough or loud enough or said at all in the mainstream media or even the independent media outlets. I do what I do because I care. Yes, I'm a talker, obviously. And I have zero ego. Believe me, my ego is non-existent. I don't have any messiah complexes. I don't have any delusions of grandeur. All I have is the knowledge of knowing that not only am I a talker, I'm a doer. Take the time out of your life to organize an event hell across the country, even in your own town. Take that time. Put in that effort. Put in your own money, your own blood, your own sweat and tears. Put that effort into something that may matter. Even if it's just two people, there you go. You've reached the base. That is what I do. And I'm not popular for it. I'm not. I'm a hated individual. I will gladly, gladly show anybody my financial statements, whatever you want to see. I'm a broke person who works just like everybody else, trying to survive. I don't even make $1,500 a month. But when I say I'm going to hold an event, with the exception of San Antonio, Texas, because they didn't let us come, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I find a way, and it's not easy. It requires a lot of hard work, a lot of tools to climb, so to speak, but it can be done. Have I had rallies with thousands and thousands and thousands of people? Yes, I've been graced by by God and actually given the chance to put on an event like that. And, hell, the last one, I wasn't even going to speak at it. It's not about me. It's not about this group. It's about people out there. So for the haters, do it yourself. Take that step. Take that step. Give up your obsession. Give up. Give up your, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for, just your loathing. And put some effort into making something happen. That was a long-winded, slightly confusing message to the people that are listening right now that don't like me. But I hope that somewhere in there you got what I was trying to say. And if you didn't, or if you're not listening to anything that I'm saying, just know this, okay? Just know this one little fact. 
the more that you stand against us, the harder we're going to fight to overcome. That is what we do. That is what this country is about, what the people are about, our heroes and military is what they do. We overcome adversity, and we will not be silenced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. So, if you're continuing to listen, even after all of that, and having turn off the computer or whatever it may be, then I feel sorry for you. I really do. With that said, I do apologize, everybody, that I really went off the deep end there. <laughs> okay. I'm back now. Something I wanted to touch on, and I've seen Connie, you're posting there about the unions and everything else. Well, there's like perfect example of how the ones who are enemies of things that you and I believe and enemies of people having the power to control their own destinies, that this shows how organized they are, how much money they have, and how much easier things are for them. You know, they get rich off of you and I. And it's a time to say enough. I still ask the question why we have days of rage in third world nations but no day of rage in America. I know. We have to get ready and prepare for the next big April 15th rally series, right? We have to get ready for going to D.C. to do something at the end of the summer because somebody else tells us we have to go, right? We can put everything else on hold until then. Everything's fine. And what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the Fed. Well, you know what? The Fed sucks, and the IRS sucks. Get rid of it. Bottom line, the national debt is out of control. Erase it. Countries owe their freedom, their safety, and security to American boots on the ground. That is repayment enough for all of our debts. Bottom line, why doesn't anybody say that? Without gas. I built up my car before. I built up my car. Just the car. $48 to fill it. I had a quarter of a tank. $48. But nobody's pissed now, huh? Everything's okay. A couple years ago, though, oh, God. Look at how high gas is. Well, newsflash, it hasn't gotten any better, has it? I hate, hate, hate repeating these words, but these words apply. Drill here, drill now. Or use what we already have or continue to stay controlled by OPEC and let the American hating heathen bastards who will stop at nothing to destroy this country dictate to us how much we're going to pay for a gallon of gasoline. Apparently you like that. Apparently all the citizens of this country love it, don't they? People, I'm tired of going on Facebook and seeing such events like National Man Day, National Freaking 
at your Cocker Spaniel day. Whatever, whatever stupid thing you could possibly think of. It's time, it's time, it's time to stop being so petty and realize that if we put enough pressure on our oppressors, then maybe finally they'll hear us. One march in D.C. with a million people isn't going to do the job. People say that grassroots actions have gotten old and tired, so let's have a rallies in Venus. Yeah, Dorothy. Outbox at the car. Safe, safe little rallies. Speaking of outdoor stadiums, it's safe there. You know what? True nature of the beast is any of us that put on events that we invite people to, we bust our asses to keep it as safe as humanly possible for every single attendee. Because every single attendee means more to me than even a second a second of time of any of the guest speakers. Sorry, it's true. But you know what? You can't always play it safe. You can't always have it easy, can you? Sometimes, sometimes, You have to fight. You have to cause a little bit of a disruption in the day. Get a thousand people. Go and shut down a street. Go and stand in front of an office building. A public ground, of course. Cause some form of peaceful, civil unrest. I'm not advocating violence. I'm advocating rioting. I never understood that. Even when idiots, oh, our team won the Super Bowl. Let's go burn down the city. Dumbasses. We're trying to make a point. Let's flip over police cars. Stupid. Simply shutting down a street in the middle of a business day in a place where traffic needs to flow, guess what you do? You make a scene. When you make a scene, people listen to your message. Whether they act on it or not, they're hearing what you have to say. And then you just don't pack it in and go away. You do it again and again and again and again to drive the point home. What is wrong with that? I don't find anything wrong with it. That's how I roll. That's what I do. That is what it needs to be. All right. Reading the chat room. That's why I'm silent. Dave, I hundred uh, hundred. That's coming soon. Hundred and fifty dollars a gallon. One fifty a gallon. Yeah. Uh, even I think as low as one thirty. I seen it could be. And grassroots actions did make a hell of a big difference. They really did. But. When they become controlled and they become consumed by egomaniacal maniacs, they lose their power because the people that are leading the fight don't even believe in the fight. They're just paid to believe. Drones, zombies. There's so many things worth fighting for. There's so many things worth standing up for. There's so many things worth taking to the streets for and interrupting the days of everybody else 
and it's not happening. What was with the whole? Now I forgive. I don't know all that much about. And if anybody wants to enlighten me, please feel free to do so. But the road to ruin protests, where cars pull over on the highways and something like that, that did happen on March 13th. I see a lot of flashes that nobody was showing up, nobody was doing it. I I don't know all that much about it. I really don't. I'm sorry for that, but it didn't seem very successful. And I saw a lot of posts about people complaining that if I do it, I'm going to be doing it alone and nobody else is showing up. And, you know, I'm not going to stand out there alone. I'm not going to do this alone. You know what? Stand out there alone. Be that one voice. Be that one voice of dissent. That's all it takes. You don't need the choruses of thousands and millions of people to stand there to empower you. All you need is the will and determination to go out there and do it yourself. That is what you should believe at the core. Every grassroots activist, that is what you should drive on. The fact that I know this is wrong, what I have to say is right, and damn it, whether I'm doing it alone or I'm doing it in front of thousands of people, I'm going to stand up for something because if I don't, I don't even deserve the right to complain. Do it. Don't give in. They want us to back down. The enemies of our freedoms, of our way of life in the United States of America and this out-of-control, corrupt government want us to feel like failures, to quit, to pack it in, and go home. They want that. They like that. They need that. They thrive off of it. What's the problem? What's the problem? You can do it all by yourself. You could be that one lone voice. It doesn't matter if you get on TV. Screw TV. Screw the media. All that matters is you're standing up for your beliefs. And you're doing something. Next time you do it, you may be joined by another. Then you may be doing it with ten people. Who cares? Who cares about numbers? It's about a reason, it's about a cause, and it's the right thing to do. Be fearless in the face of adversity. That is what I believe, and I think a lot of you out there believe it as well. Even Connie in the chat room. Connie and Dave, well, right now you're the only ones in the chat room. We lost Leland. But I don't look at that as a bad thing, because Leland is one of those Damn cool people out there, and it's been a pleasure knowing him. But both of you, you stand up. Connie, you've been standing up for years by yourself as well. But do you quit? Do you pack it in? Do you just say, well, screw it, nobody cares anymore? No. No. Do not give them what they want. Do I sound like I'm beating a dead horse yet? Do I sound repetitive and annoying? If so, I apologize. (laughs) I do. I need, I need to do what I do because I care 
I don't know why. I don't know why. And there shouldn't be a reason why. It should be in your DNA, your makeup, just, you know, just who you are as an American to care about other people out there in this country that are suffering, that are struggling. And you know what? You just do the right thing. I can't tell you how it feels to be approached by veterans lost both of the legs in Vietnam. A motorized wheelchair coming up to you at a rally in tears and thanking you for holding the rally. I can't tell you what that feels like. I can't even understand it. That means everything to me. But why thank me? I thank them. They served this country. They fought for this country. The rights that we have and the rights that are abused every single day by our elected leaders and by people of the quote-unquote grassroots movement that don't care enough about you, don't care enough about our rights and our freedoms as Americans or our Constitution. Rather, they use it as a smokescreen and an elite, elite money laundering scam what they do. These individuals in the military are our heroes. They are the ones that we are in debt to forever. The ones that paid the ultimate sacrifice. The ones that were lucky enough or fortunate enough to come home but they're injured, they lost limbs, something like that. It's heartbreaking, but they're proud. They're proud to say they serve. Even my father, my father, came home from Vietnam and got spit on. It happens now. Jingles for our soldiers protested by scum, saying, God killed your son. God hates you. All this other crap. This, this blatant disrespect, this this gross incompetence is allowed to exist and besmirch these people, but they hold their head up high, knowing that they volunteer to serve their country. They believe in this country enough to fight for it. Ladies and gentlemen, even if you have served in the military and you no longer serve, you are a hero. And if you serve your country by taking to the streets and fighting for the very core, the very root of what those brave men and women have and continue to fight for, then you as well are serving your country in a different way. But altogether, you're doing your part as an American. You're serving this great land. Hold your head up high. No matter who tells you damn you, no matter who says fuck you, no matter who says burn in hell, no matter who calls you a racist, who calls you trash, who calls you this or calls you that, hold your head up high. Be proud of the fact that you have fought for something and you don't back down. You owe it to them. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to the United States of America to do something to not be silent. 
I could sit here and I could yell and I could rage and I could scream. And you know what? What does that do? What does that do if I don't back it up? If I don't go out there and actually make good on what I say? It makes me a hypocrite. That's what means something to me. I will never, ever, ever not follow through on the promises I make because all of you out there deserve better and you have deserved better for years. And it starts with you. Everybody listening right now. That veteran thanking me. I don't want the thanks. I don't want the appreciation. I took that moment, that moment that in the middle of a rally, in the middle of a rally, everything going on, crazy loud, took everything just slowed down. I took that moment and said, no, do not thank me. I don't deserve your thanks. And I thanked him, and he cried harder. That broke my heart. Broke my heart. But I was proud just to be in his company. That, that, for the organizers that are listening to this show, that is why we do what we do. To bring people like that out, the examples of what we fight for, of who have fought for us, who gave us these rights, who bled and suffered and fought for these rights. Those are the ones that we have to honor and hold in the highest regard. Yes, everybody listening, I'm speaking directly to the ones, and I know they're out there too, the other organizers are listening to this. That is what we owe the people. We don't need people's money. We don't need their praise and their platitudes. We need to do our part and make sure those who deserve our undying gratitude and our undying thanks are properly represented and properly given the consideration and respect that they deserve and that they fought for. I I don't like doing all the storytelling. I don't. Because that makes it more, well, this is what I've done. And that's not why I do it. I'm trying to, to make a point, and I hope and I believe. I'm not looking at the chat room right now, just so you guys know, so I don't know, you know, <laughs> what the replies are. I'll check that in a little bit. But I say these things because... It's what needs to be said. It's what you don't hear. And that's why I share these moments with you. In Arizona, I mean, I don't even know the word. Quadriplegic, I guess. You know, in a motorized wheelchair. You know, just a horrible, horrible way to live. You know, they, they asked if they could have a minute of my time. A minute of my time, <laughs> have all my time, you know? And somebody like that just wanted to say hi and say thank you. And it was the first time they ever came out to a rally. 
you know. I made so many great friends. Even we had um, uh, in Harrisburg, actually, here in Pennsylvania, we had a ARC group actually came out. And I made friends with about 10 people and cerebral palsy and you know, Down syndrome. And there they were, you know, standing out. They were at the top of the steps, you know, with their American flag shirts and just happy to be a part of it and happy to feel included and accepted. Maybe it sounds cliche, but damn it, that's what it's about. Not one of us is better than any other. We are all equals. We are all the same. Welcome these individuals with open arms. When these people come to these events, they deserve the absolute best that you could possibly give them because they sacrificed their lives, their time to be a part of it with you. Every voice matters. Every word counts. All of it. That is what inspires me. That's what gets me emotional. That's why I love it. Some people, and I won't say the names, not yet, they hold a rally. They go and they collect the money from the merchandise stands, merchandise stands, vendors. And they go to their big dinner after the event and they brag about how much money they made. I was in three situations like that. And three times I walked out. I refused to be a part of that. Even with Phoenix Rising, we were supposed to get, as per the permit said, that I had no control of, and that we were supposed to get 10% of all the vendors, and it was like a carnival there, folks. It was like, you know, if you didn't have a chance to attend or if you see it on YouTube, and I know some of you after listening did attend, I mean, you've seen all the, the different stands set up and everything, and they all wanted to contribute to help offset our cost. We did take donations for that rally, and like I said, we raised somewhere around four Four thousand dollars. I think it was like maybe four thousand one hundred dollars. And the total bill was somewhere around eight thousand five hundred, you know, paid between myself, Dan Amato and Ruth Miller. And some people were upset saying that, you know, we didn't raise the money or we were a failure because we didn't raise fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> they actually said that they will never come to a rally and these are the actual guests on you, speakers or organizations that want to, you know, get involved to supposedly help make it possible. They didn't want to be involved with the more than anything else we have going on because, yeah, we brought the people, but there could have been more, and we don't know how to raise money, so we just don't get it. Can you believe that, the audacity? The fact that people donated to that event believed in it, especially last summer when the economy was even worse. It's not much better now, but it was even worse then. Donating so much to try to help. You know, I'm a virtual stranger to them. I'm not going to lie or steer you wrong. It's not who I am, but they didn't know me. 
they believed in what I was saying. They took a chance. They took a leap. They donated their money to help me feel possible. And I was so beyond grateful. And I was literally laughed at, laughed at by people because they think of me as a fool. I was a dumb kid that has no staying power. Well, to them, seriously, you go straight to hell. That was an amazing experience, and we didn't get any money off the vendors that day. I didn't go around with a bucket and collect their money. I didn't go around, you know, the open envelope and say, give me your cut. I didn't have people going up there and working the tables and say, that's what you owe. I didn't. And would it have helped? Sure. Do I like seeing some vendors coming in and making, turning a profit off of people? Of course I don't. I didn't control that aspect of the permit, but that bothered me. But still, who am I to go and take their money? I'm not going to do that. What I'm getting at here, every single individual matters. Every single person is worth talking to, worth taking a minute just to thank. I worked at audience, um, Dan Amato, in case you don't know, diggersrealm.com, Dan Amato, friend. Unfortunately, he was stuck on the side of the stage and many, many times screaming, where am I? Where's me? Where's the other Dan? Because they needed me for, you know, for just for various things going on with the stage or speakers coming up at the wrong times or whatever it is. He did a phenomenal job along with Ron Dennison of running that stage and keeping everybody going. But they were all looking for me. And where I was, <laughs> I was out sweating and dying in the audience with everybody. So I wanted to be there with everybody that attended. I shook so many hands that day and not to say, well, I'm the one that put the event on. I didn't even introduce myself as that. I just wanted to thank everybody. What's wrong with that? Does that make me foolish? Does that make me stupid? I mean, if that's how you feel, then that's, again, it's your prerogative, but don't bring that to me. People, I've been bloviating a very long time here, and yeah, it's it's very easy for me to rage on things and, and to go off about things, but hopefully for the last 40-plus minutes here, you, you'll I, – I, I just wanted to be straight with all of you. I always am, but I didn't want to yell at you, <laughs> you know? I didn't want to scream and holler. I just wanted to talk, you know? And we had a few text messages tonight, you know, that maybe you should just – Cancel the show. No. <laughs> we lost our guests and we lost our co-host. I'm not going to cancel the show. I'm not going to do that. It's an opportunity to talk with all of you listening. And that's everything to me. Now, I did see this late, late, late last night or early this morning, if you will, from somebody who I consider a friend and I do hope you get to know her and her husband better. And that is Miss Connie Williams that is listening and in the chat room, her and her husband. And 
she sent a message to me. And it was awesome. It was a video of Metallica's Don't Tread on Me, which, of course, that is the theme song for this show, just because it is so appropriate. I'm a very big Metallica fan. And what you said, Connie, is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Maybe I just didn't know the way to to bring it out, bring it in, or however you want to call it. I didn't have a good segue for it, but we're going to start doing it. And I'm all about giving credit where credit is due, and that was all Connie. What I want to start doing with these shows, we're going to have, I'm I'm comfortable on doing three shows a week. And some might say that's overkill, some might say this, whatever. It is what it is. I want to give people the opportunity to be a part of something. And what I want to do is, on every show, have it open to all the callers, all the chatters, to speak your mind and be heard. But once a week, I'm going to do one show solely dedicated in a free-for-all fashion, open to all of you out there. You can call in, you can rage, you can talk, whatever you want to do, about anything and everything going on, because that's what it's supposed to be. That's why this show exists. That's what I want it to be. And thank you for that, Connie. Thank you. Because that is exactly what we need. We need to give people the opportunity to speak out. There's a lot of you out there that don't have that chance. You don't have shows that you go and call in and be heard by thousands of strangers across the country. You don't, you don't know each other at all, but why not have as many people as we possibly can just call in and vent, be heard. The show isn't about me, believe it or not. Even though I'm talking to you for two straight hours, it's not about me. And that's what my whole message has been. It's about all of you. That's why I named it Voice of the People when I started this organization. I, I'm i not even crazy about the name. It, it, you know, it just... It got a little old. You know, Voice of the People is long. Voice of the People USA at Gmail. Voice of the... It's long. It's a long name. I should have picked something shorter. But, you know, I thought about... Why did I pick that name? Because people feel like they don't have a voice. They don't have a say. And people deserve that right to be heard. People deserve the right to have that amount of time or as long as they want to say what's on their mind. That's what the rallies are for. That's what radio shows about. It's all for you. That's it. So, very next week, that's exactly what we're going to do. That's just something I want to throw out there and want to make mention to because it was the right thing to do. Well, anyway, let's see, we have 20 minutes left here, and I'm not going to end it short. I'm going to keep talking, but as my usual way of doing things, I have no structure whatsoever. I bounce around and say whatever I want. And hello. Hello, chat room. Hello, Dave. And hello, Connie. That's all we have in the chat room right now. <laughs> yes, it's Thursday at 9 p.m. I'll start another show this Tuesday at 9 p.m. And that show is going to be dedicated to the upcoming protest for March in D.C. It'll be two hours dedicated to why we're doing it, what we're about, and 
Um, oh, sorry. I was reading the chat room again. I was getting. I gotta. I gotta click off this. I'm too easily distracted. I swear. I really am. All apologies, friends. But anyway. Um. Tuesday night show will be at nine, and that's going to be an important show because I really want. We have protest the one million Muslim march. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash protest one million Muslim march. It's rather long. And then, of course, there's my profile, facebook.com slash Daniel Spariglio, facebook.com slash America Rising, which we are rebuilding and trying to get our base back up to what it was before Facebook disabled it. And, of course, we do have on Facebook our Voice of the People USA radio fan page, if you type it in the search box, please hit the like button to follow us on there. And also, I got I've been humping this the last couple of days on Facebook, and I'm gonna do it again. But Twitter, Twitter, I'm I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to get behind it, so I'm giving it a chance. At dot usa, at dot usa on Twitter, or at dot usa radio on Twitter. So Tuesday night at 9, we'll have the show dedicated solely to our upcoming planned protest in Washington, D.C. of the One Million Muslim March. And then, 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 we are going to have our show next Thursday night at 9 as well. So that's going to be two shows next week. We're going to start three the following week, but two shows next week. So Tuesday and Thursday night, both at 9 p.m. And next Thursday, we'll have the one and only Mr. Shalene Nightingale with us. And hopefully, for all the people that did tune in, and I'm sure we did lose some along the way, I, I'm not 100% sure, but unfortunately it happens, and I don't fault them for it. Hopefully they'll give us a second chance and actually come back and you know be here for Shalene's episode because she does have a big announcement to make, and she's not even sharing it with me, so... Not that I'm mad about that, but damn it, I want to know. But it's good to be surprised along with everybody else. And also, we have, well, I'll get into it. For the ones that are listening and for you guys in the chat room, excuse me, the guy and gal in the chat room, I am going to tell you this much, that on Tuesday we actually have a conference call, and that is with a certain satellite radio. Well, not certain. I mean, there's really only Sirius XM, so I'm giving that away, to actually get our show on there. And we're going to be having a a interview via phone, a second interview, if you will, with the person who runs this, this political branch of it or whatever you want to call it. And hopefully, if that all goes well, we're going to have a chance to get out there to an even bigger market. And what's cool about it and I've said this before, and since I'm in just talking mode here, I I don't I don't know why all of you listen. I don't know why you give it a chance when it is really truly unorganized and you know non scripted, but it's real, you know? We just speak from the heart. It's whatever comes to our mind we're gonna say. And that's it. Because that's what it should be. If you're passionate about something and you believe in something, you should just be able to speak openly and freely. I mean, I had going, I'm backtracking here for a second, but at rallies, at rallies I was invited to, 
you know, to speak at. And I don't get paid speaking fees, by the way, nor do I get any money for travel. I am, <laughs> I don't one thing and do another, so just so you know. I watch other people go up and speak to an audience, and it's windy out. And they have their pre-written speech, and the wind blows it, and they lose their place, and they sit there, and they stumble, and the microphone don't know what to say. You know, I, no disrespect, but if you can speak openly and honestly without having pre-written thoughts or whatever, then <laughs> things not right there. I don't know. And, and you know, I'm not knocking those who do free ride speeches. I mean, you have reasons and you want to have valid points and I understand that. But when I when I speak, you know, when I'm at the podium or whatever, I tend to take the microphone and usually walk away from the podium because I don't need a podium, you know. I'm on display in front of all of you, so I'm damn well going to show you the respect of speaking openly and honestly, and I'm going to speak from my heart. If you had to speak from paper and not from your heart, and, you know, I, that's just, you know, and that's just a, a, a little tip. I mean, not that I'm an expert. I'm not. Um, we're coming up on our fifth year of existence this summer. This June 5th will be our, uh, sorry, June 3rd, will be our five-year anniversary of Voice of the People, and, you know, far be it for me to, to pass judgment, but that's just a little tip that, you know, the people that attend rallies, they're not dumb. They see through fakes. So if you're going to speak, speak. Just speak openly, you know. Let it flow. What do you think I just did here for, well, two hours, 13 minutes away from two hours, and just speaking from the heart? Anybody can do it. Just be sincere. Don't disrespect the people that come or the people that listen to your radio shows or whatever. Anyway, so I don't know why it is that you all listen. And I'm not saying that just to get some type of positive response. I'm just being honest. I don't know why. I have yet to figure that out. That's a good thing. If I figured it out, it would become a formula. And I don't want that. All I want to say, and I say it again and again and again, only because I mean it, is that I'm sincerely grateful and thankful and appreciative that all of you give me the time of day. And why satellite radio stations and AM radio stations want to meet with us and give us the opportunity to take our show and put it out on the radio and put it out, you know, via satellite radio, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I honestly don't. But it's a victory. It truly, truly is a victory. And not for us. It's a victory for all of you. You know, it, it's... <laughs> It's it's impressive because all of you have kept these shows going. And all of you listening are the reasons why we keep going. And others have actually taken taken notice of this. And congratulations. <laughs> that's that's what I have to say to all of you. Congratulations. Because you guys made it happen. You know? You guys are the ones that actually made this show into uh, I, it's successful because you guys listen. So, if we do get picked up and everything goes well, crossing the fingers here a little bit, and we actually, you know, 
I mean, we're we're getting picked up by two markets, but actually get the chance to go via satellite, it's going to be a whole new world, and I'll have to watch my mouth a little bit more. Actually, no, a satellite, I wouldn't have to, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, nothing's going to change. And everybody that I've spoken to that has made these offers and given these opportunities you know, to us, I've said the same thing. I'm like, understand something. We don't want money. I don't know if there is a salary involved with all that or not. I mean, sure, it'd be great to quit my job and do a radio show and everything else, right? But you know what? I like working, fighting to survive, fighting to get ahead, just like everybody else out there, because I'm no different than all of you. And you find the time to do these things. So I don't want the money. I want the opportunity to get out there and speak to more people. You know, we have, excuse me, more people join us, and it's it's going to be cool. It's going to be really exciting that this little thing on Blog Talk Radio is actually expanding and people are noticing what, not what we have done, what you guys have continued for about to happen. And what I'm getting at in a very painful, long, long way <laughs> uh oh. No, no. NPR, no. Anyway. Are you back, Connie? Dave? Did you hear me? Um <laughs> sorry. They lost audio for a second. Um what I'm trying to say though is just a very long and <laughs> long, long thank you. Thank you to every single one of you because it's because of you that we're able to do what we do. And, you know, I'm grateful that you listen. <laughs> I'm grateful you're giving us the time of day. No, nope, I think we've lost Dave in the chat room. <clears throat> sometimes some people get kicked in and out here of the chat room and sometimes lose audio. I'm sorry. If I had a way to fix that, believe me, I would. I wish to God I did. <laughs> you know? I, some things I cannot control. But, um, yeah, you're right. That's that's true. Uh, you know, I, that was kind of rude of me. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I, I do have to share that because I should have said that in the beginning of the show, and I did not. So thank you, Connie. But, you know, for everybody that listens to the show, and I'm going to say this again, I listen to the show on demand, or during the replays, because I will. I, I'm actually going to replay this episode, believe it or not. I'm going to schedule it to replay. And I feel bad because, you know, the, the title of the show is Power of the People with Shelley Nightingale, and it's a sin. But I, whatever. You know, it is what it is. But for all you people that do listen on demand, just know that even though you can't always be with us for live shows, I want to say to all of you as well that it really means the world to me to Andy, to Mike, you know, that you guys actually give us a listen, you know? Even if it's just for background noise, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, you know? And it's it's really cool, you know? It really, really is cool. So I am going to replay them all, Connie. <laughs> I'm going to actually start 
those who can't make it to D.C. can actually be a part of it and have a rally in conjunction with. So I'm going to lay out the exact plan, and by Tuesday we'll have a website dedicated for that event. Again, facebook.com slash protest one million Muslim march for that. And that we're not protesting Muslims, so haters, uh, we're protesting the anti-America sentiment that is being dispersed about this event. That's the core reason this event is being held and what will be said on that day. It's time to show some love for our country, especially on the 4th of July. And, of course, next Thursday night at 9 p.m., we will be joined finally by Shalene Nightingale. And, again, I do apologize to everybody that was expecting to hear her tonight. She will be with us, and you will get that show, and you will get that special announcement from Shalene. So that's Tuesday night at 9, blogtalkradio.com slash USA. A full two-hour show dedicated to dedicated to the protest of the One Million Muslim March on July 4th and Thursday, of course, with the one and the only Shalit Nightingale. With that, I'm going to bring this time for Rev Series Justice. I hope that will be the song that actually plays when I do it. If not, it's going to be Debonera by the band called Dope. Love that name. But... Seriously, thank you all. Thank you for the new listeners, for our, our repeat listeners. Thank you, Connie. To you and your husband, I have much love and respect for you both. Thank you so much. And, Dave, it was a pleasure meeting you, and I look forward to you joining us again. Find us on Facebook, type Voice of the People USA Radio in the search box. Our fan page, hit the like button. Follow me on Twitter at BOPUSA. And, of course, find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Daniel Smariglio. If you can figure out how to spell that name, you get brownie points. So with that, thank you so much for everything. God bless you all. God bless this country. 90 seconds, and we will talk again very soon. With that, I'm going to jump to the chat room here at the end and enjoy the song. See you again this Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Join us, and next Thursday night, 9 p.m., finally, our show with Shalene. Thank you all. Take care. It's been a pleasure as always.
Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You can go from, I should start a podcast, to actually starting a podcast with Spreaker. Spreaker's tools allow you to record, manage, distribute, and monetize any podcast idea, whether it's about your business or even your cat. And as your podcast grows, Spreaker helps you manage your success and even monetize it. That means all you need to get started is a microphone and a really good idea. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started.